0: Welcome to The Jamie D Show, Woo! live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. P.S.T. As well, I'm live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H oh w hey when you guys are actually tuning into the youtube please make sure to press the subscribe button i'm gonna tell you why because that actually gets me more support and more help and more attention from youtube you know you want to support me you know jamie d do me a good favor and support the kid press the subscribe button on youtube i'd really appreciate it all right so for the show rundown today, I have obviously the daily news headlines. We're going to talk about, is putting non-experienced influencers and celebrities in TV and media positions hurting the media community and the general culture? And Letitia Scott-Jackson joins me live via video call. And I'm going to tell you why. Because... Letitia Scott-Jackson is the CEO of Keeping Families Connected, author and personality of the Prison Podcast. She's going to join me to discuss her life journey to now, her business, what she does with her podcast, how she helps people create businesses, and more. Let me tell you this. You're going to want to stick around for her story. Want to know why? Because it is extreme. Letitia, girl, I love you, friend. (laughs) Because she got a story for y'all. She got a story for y'all. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I don't want to miss out on the story. It's juicy. But not only is the story juicy, it is such a blessing to hear the back part of her story. So make sure to stick in to Letitia Scott Jackson. All right? All right. So for the daily news headlines and some sports news, not only was LeBron James honored at the ESPYs for breaking the NBA all-time scoring record, he also assured that he's not retiring from the NBA anytime soon. Take a listen.
1: Here how many more points I score, or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today.)
0: That's a period. As you guys can hear, the crowd loved that speech. Hey, a lot of y'all are saying LeBron James is no longer in his prime. He's not doing good. He's about to retire tomorrow. He sucks. Well, LeBron James is trying to tell y'all he's going to continue to break barriers and boundaries. And he is still in the game. Don't count that man out. And then when he was being honored for obviously breaking the NBA all-time scoring record, guess what his Wife did. It was so nice. She was like, LeBron James is a bad mother. But then obviously the daughter was like, Mom, it was so cute. It was so cute. Hey, LeBron James definitely deserved that honor and to give that speech because, hey, y'all need to stop counting people out. Stop being ageist. You could do whatever you put your mind to, okay? You can't. <laughs> so, for some fun entertainment, fun fact news, did you know Solange Knowles was supposed to be an original cheater girl in the classic Disney Channel original movie, The Cheater Girls? What? I didn't know that. I really didn't. Okay, I know I'm a guy, and yeah, whatever, whatever. But I definitely watched The Cheetah Girls. The Cheetah Girls was good. I don't, I don't care what none of y'all say. It was a good movie. I liked it. <laughs> Cheetah sisters. <laughs> All right, in a recent interview, Adrian Balon Houghton, I po- totally just, Balon, I totally just butchered her name. Adrian Balon Houghton <laughs> revealed that Nose was meant to play the role, but pulled out last minute. Baylon Houghton believed Nose was a perfect fit for the part due to her Texas accent, which was required for the role. However, the role ended up going to Keeley Williams and the Cheetah Girls went on to film two more movies without Nose. Despite this, Baylon Houghton recently le- teased a potential Cheetah Girls reboot and Raven-Symoné expressed interest in participating in a reunion project. This was reported by The Hollywood Unlocked. Let me tell you this. I have not liked many reboots. I don't think I've really liked any reboots, but one reboot that I actually did like was Raven's home. If you have not seen Raven's home, you're missing out. It's actually pretty good. That's so Raven was a classic. It literally held Disney channel on its back. That's So Raven was everything. And they made a reboot with her called Raven's home. And I think it did a pretty good job of rebooting, rebooting the show. I liked it. So I will be pretty excited to see what they do with this Cheater Girl reboot. Hey, it's nostalgic to my childhood. So, in some kind of like funky, weird news, there have been several AI photo generator trends happening over the past few months. I know you guys have seen it on Instagram. And just recently, the newest trend is people are getting themselves put into professional clothes in front of nice cars. And also, they're being AI generated with a newborn baby that looks like they naturally created it them, themselves, which is insane because some of these pictures look amazing. Now, a lot of social media users are just using it for fun and just to post, which is fine. Nothing's wrong with that. However, one social media t- user took it a step further. Kay stated, quote, y'all worried about the wrong stuff. I use the AI for some professional headshots for my business, portfolios, LinkedIn, et cetera, end quote i'm not gonna lie i was like gasp <laughs> you're smart if y'all have not seen her pictures they look real they look like she took professional pictures and got them edited and touched up these pictures look bomb if i was send her headshots i would have never known that these were ai generated and there's some selfies she had generated as well and they look regular Obviously, they look a little way too touched up, but that's what professional headshots give. Way too touched up, perfect skin. But she looks good. And I'm not knocking it. If you can use these resources and the that we have in AI to your advantage, please do so. However, I will say this. Make sure you are reading the fine print on these AI generator tools and apps because a lot of them in the fine print say that They're able to use your likeness anywhere. And as a current actor, a current radio personality, a current TV personality, and an individual who's been in the industry for a long time, who's done several things, who has four billboards around the world currently in several commercials, one thing I can attest to is sometimes you get a role and you get super excited and you just want to have the experience and get the money. And you don't realize you sign an agreement that says they can use your picture as many times as they want, whenever they want, even in new projects that you didn't sign up for or get paid for. So make sure y'all pay attention, because if you see your AI generated photo on the side of a billboard, <laughs> talking about some crazy stuff, that's what you get for using these apps. So make sure you are paying close attention. Now, I'm not going to keep reporting on this because... This is taking up space for other news stories. But y'all, y'all, now they throwing stuff at Lotto while she performing. However, the reason I'm reporting this as news is because I high key love how she responded. Take a listen to what she said. (laughs) Told. <laughs> what's happening hey shout out to lotto big lotto <laughs> if y'all don't know who lotto is she is a rapper and she has a song right now called put it on the floor again featuring cardi b and there has been a series of i must say assault threats and actual assault to these live performers such as drake such as bb rexa such as pink and now lotto and y'all throwing stuff at these people? However, everybody else that I've seen on social media outside of Lotto has kind of been like, hee-hee-ha-ha, ha is this? Even when somebody threw a pocket vagina at Lit Nas X, he was like, who threw their vagina on stage? Lotto wasn't having it. She was like, do it again. Catch me outside. <laughs> Listen, y'all need to stop messing with these people. They're at work. I don't think y'all realize that as artists, and personalities we put ourselves out there for your entertainment we are literally your entertainment and you're messing it up for everybody stop harassing people stop assaulting people and stop being creeps we are all human just like y'all please stop all right so in some almost vegas news <laughs> i would say almost because i didn't truly make it here Frontier Airlines, (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to laugh because it's Frontier Airlines. Anyway, Frontier Airlines kicks off two women off of a Las Vegas-bound plane for fighting and disrupting a flight. (laughs) Now, a plane full of Las Vegas-bound passengers ended up being diverted to Denver International Airport Tuesday night after a fight broke out involving some passengers. Now, apparently, these passengers were traveling together, these two women. We don't know what the, the, the fight was for yet. But they started screaming at each other loudly, and it was a lot to the point where they were separated by the flight attendants. However, even though they were separated by the flight attendants, they still argued from separate seats loudly for everybody to hear. Then they got up, then other passengers got involved, because you know, that's that reflective like Who are you going to hit? Who are you going to fight? Shut up! And one of the girls ended up hitting an innocent man. It was a lot. Then they got kicked off. They were met by the denver police department once they diverted then some passengers got off the plane to give some statements and before getting back on the plane well after getting back on the plane some of these passengers told other passengers that the fbi was called oh my gosh y'all it is not worth it to be on the no flight list it's not worth it who driving from dc to vegas is to turn up who driving from LA to Colorado just to turn up? Who driving from Colorado to Vegas just to turn up? No. Y'all need to put it on the flow and leave it alone. <laughs> Shout out to Big Lotto. Y'all are doing too much. Too, too, too much. Please. Y'all didn't even get to Vegas yet and y'all are already acting a fool. Stop going on trips with people who don't have money, people who don't have your best interests at heart, people you're not in any solidified relationships with, individuals you're trying to spend money on, To get sexual favors from y'all, need to have clear conversations about what your intentions are, why you're going on these trips, and so on before you get on these planes, messing it up for other people and stop taking drugs and doing and and drinking and smoking and drinking and smoking and drinking and smoking before you get on these planes because y'all be doing the most. (laughs) All right. So, to update you all on this crazy Las Vegas news, it's a long story, but I'm going to give you a a lot of cliff notes to make it very small. So more than $50,000 of damage at Caesars Palace in hostage suspect drug field binge in Las Vegas happened, says reports. So here are the cliff notes. Police and SWAT responded to the Las Vegas Strip Hotel after reports of a domestic disturbance around 9.15 a.m. The criminal, Matthew Mannix, and the hostage both had binged on illegal drugs for several days. The hostage said her and Matthew were in, were in, an in and in-and-out sexual relationship and she believed he was an MTV actor (laughs) she believed he was an mtv actor (laughs) during the act that lasted several hours matthew taunted the police by opening and closing the door claiming he had a magazine full of rounds and that he would pull the trigger according to his arrest report matthew believed he was a matthew matthew's behind was a fugitive out of colorado (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry He was threatening the hotel security and police saying that if they didn't leave the situation, that it would end badly. And the female hostage was heard yelling through the door that he has a knife. I'm not yelling at that. I'm not laughing at that part. It's just this whole situation. Matthew broke a window and began throwing objects, including chairs, from the 21st floor to the pool deck. The hostage was afraid she may be thrown out of the window next, which is why she didn't leave the room, which is what the police report says. And a final damage amount that has not been determined has come up, but one of the detectives who served a search and a warrant search warrant on the hotel room after the incident ended said it was some of the most severe property damage that he's seen in his eighteen years as a detective. The damage is estimated to be in excess of fifty thousand dollars. These details were reported by eight news now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all come to L.A. and be doing the most drinking and smoking and drugs, drinking and smoking and drugs, drinking and smoking and drugs. I'm not judging nobody for doing whatever y'all do, but y'all be overdoing it. And that's the issue. Life still goes on when you leave Vegas. I'm sorry. Life is going on while you're in Vegas. Uh, Hello. This is you're not exempt from crime and dumb mistakes in Vegas. What happens in Vegas really does not stay in Vegas. (laughs) It doesn't. It's going to follow you up behind back to Colorado, which it will. And I'm surprised Colorado didn't follow you to Vegas because you were a fugitive. What? I'm sorry. You are a fugitive, Matthew. You're a fugitive, and you came to Vegas and did some fugitive behind stuff. <laughs> Ciao. Well, that's your daily news for the day. You're now tuned into The Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. Later in the show, we're going to talk about, hey, Why are we giving these individuals who aren't experienced in the industry roles on TV and media and how that's affecting the media culture in the general community? And then we're going to have Letitia Scott Jackson, the CEO of Keeping Families Connected, author and personality of The Prison Podcast, live on air, who's going to discuss her life journey to now, her business, what she does with her podcast, how she helps people create businesses and more. So stick around because you're now tuned into The Jamie D Show. I'll be right back. We're back! We're back! We're back! Welcome to The JBD Show! Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 AM until 11 AM PST. Alright, so let's talk about this. Is putting non-experienced influencers and celebrities in TV and radio positions just because of their status hurting the media community and the culture? Let's talk about it. So get into this. Funny Marco who is a famous content creator known for his pranks and antics involving the general public and most recently a media personality for breakbeat is being sued by breakbeat for $6 million for an alleged breach of contract. Now let me, t- let me read the story to y'all. And if you guys have any comments, concerns, any of that stuff, call in at 702-221-7283. Again, that's 702-221-7283 or chat with me on YouTube. I'll read your comments out loud. I know y'all are, In the office. What's up, Mercy? I see that you're on the YouTube. Welcome in. All right. So again, this popular social media podcaster, funny Marco is now facing a $6 million lawsuit from the company that helped him launch his podcast with the company claiming he went on a campaign to destroy the reputation in an effort to get paid more. This is reported by the TMZ. The suit was filed on Tuesday by Breakbeat Media and veteran publisher Dave Mays, creator of The Source magazine. According to legal docs obtained by TMZ Hip Hop, Marco and Breakbeat struck a deal in August 2021 to host his content on their YouTube channel. But following the runaway success of the channel, beginning with a boozy badass interview they paid $15,000 for, the company claims Marco breached his contract on numerous occasions in an attempt to get more money out of the company. Breakbeat says it caved to many of Marco's demands to incorporate his cornbread TV brand into the mix and even gave him 35% of the revenue and rights to the production. But the suit claims Marco wasn't satisfied and continued to post to his own YouTube channels in violation of the deal, siphoning hundreds of thousands in revenue from Breakbeat channel, despite repeated requests to stop marco's also accused of fumbling the bag for breakbeat multiple times claiming he refused to read honor ads and allegedly entered into side deals with advertisers Mays also says marco would badmouth the company hurting its ability to sign other celebrities and influencers like jess hilarious Sukiana, and bubba dud to join breakbeat now (laughs) as a live morning radio personality myself i'ma tell y'all this hurts my feelings why does it hurt my feelings because so often do y'all put these unexperienced and undeserving social media influencers and celebrities in these media roles and tv roles just because they did good somewhere else just because somebody did good as an actor does not mean that they will be able to be a good radio personality a good podcaster a good media personality a good red carpet correspondent a good live events host does not mean that and vice versa just because they went on social media and did those stupid dances that were stole by, stolen from black creators does not mean they deserve a reality show. Does not mean they deserve to be on radio. And funny, Marco, bro, you ruined it for a lot of people. I'm going to tell y'all, living in Vegas, I get told often that other media personalities in town have ruined advertising deals, have ruined connections, have ruined people not even wanting to even be guests on other shows because of things that other media personalities and other companies are doing and y'all need to realize that actually funny fun fact i took a screenshot of this and i want to say this out loud even though what another person or company does does not and cannot represent me it will it will because even though i say it's not gonna represent me and cannot because i'm gonna break barriers to be who i am i'm still gonna have to fight through these barriers because you messed it up for everybody Bro, you were getting paid so much, taken care of greatly. Do you know how how many people would have loved to be in your position? Do you know how many people like me who got their master's in broadcast journalism from the number one journalism school at the time, University of Maryland College Park, who still don't have jobs? Do you know it took me eight years to get in this role? And you get something because you're doing pranks on social media and you take advantage of it. Funny Marco, come on, man. Come on, there's people like me who are still trying to this day to get a crumb of what you had and aren't even getting it because people like you are taking up space, don't even care about the space you're in, taking advantage of it and being greedy. I don't think y'all realize that unless you're a live morning radio personality at certain stations, that we don't really get paid much as radio personalities. I hope you all to realize that even though radio personalities and actors and celebrities that y'all see influencers are in the media and are at these private events and are meeting and talking with other celebrities does not mean we have money. Does not mean we're getting taken care of. Does not mean we're getting paid. A lot of times we're doing these jobs because we really love them and care to be here. So for people like y'all who are getting these jobs, who don't care, who are taking advantage of them, who are lying, who are being greedy, you're messing it up for others. I am in love with where i am right now with kshp am 1400 and 107.1 fm and always special shout out to mark hayes who believed in me and gave me this role however i would love to be in those positions too but y'all ruin it for people like me who actually have the experience the knowledge and the training to be in those positions because people are getting burned and my thing is i'm gonna say this i'm gonna keep saying this actually there are so many other deserving individuals who have put their blood, sweat, and tears on red carpets and in intern positions, getting coffee, part-time graveyard shifts at radio stations and TV shows, and working at news stations for 7 25 an hour, about to get shot up to do your news every day, and ran over, and you guys get these jobs and you take advantage of it. It's not fair. It's not. So, you all who will get these jobs who don't truly deserve it, just because y'all went viral please remember there are people who are behind you who would deserve and love these jobs like no other so when you get these jobs i don't care if you didn't have love for the media find it somewhere and remember you're representing a whole community that you didn't even belong to and that you probably don't want to belong to please don't mess this up for others things happen yes but bro you was getting all this money come on now i wish i had a crumb of what you were getting paid A crumb. All right, let me get off my soapbox because we have Letitia Scott Jackson, CEO of Keeping Families Connected, Arthur and personality of the prison podcast who's going to join me live in the next segment after the break to discuss her life journey to now her business what she does with her podcast how she helps other people create businesses and more i want to leave you all off with saying this please remember when you get into positions that you didn't go to school for that you didn't think you would even be in that you quote unquote fell into find the passion to love somewhere please remember there are people out here who are Spending their livelihood, their credit card, swiping their credit cards, sleeping on people's couches, couches, staying home with their parents to just get in the spot that you're in. Slaving over social media, slaving over applications and more. And this isn't just for TV and media, this is for other industries as well. Please remember you're in a spot and you're taking a spot from an individual who may deserve it or want it more than you. And I'm proud of who do get these roles in these spots. But remember, you are a beacon of hope for a lot of people. Don't ruin it. Please don't. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You are now tuning into the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. I'll be right back. you're and we're back welcome to the jamie d show if you're just now tuned in we already went over the daily news headlines and we spoke about hmm I'm going to give you another hmm, <laughs> because we spoke about is putting non-experienced influencers and celebrities in TV and media positions just because of their status, hurting the media community and culture. And I, and I, I went in because I'm telling y'all, it took me forever to get to this spot, and I'm grateful. So y'all need to remember, people like me are fighting hard to be here. But now we have Letitia Scott Jackson, CEO of Keeping Families Connected, author, and personality of the Prison Podcast, who is about to join me live to discuss her journey to now, her business, what she does with her podcast, how she helps people create businesses, and more. Give it up for Letitia! Woo!
1: What's up, friend? How are you? I am great, Jamie D. Thank you for having me. Your energy. Listen, yeah, I wasn't as energized as you are when <laughs> I said this Chair, but as soon as you started talking, I was like, okay, there goes my energy. Thank you for the energy. My and pleasure thank you for the opportunity to share. I'm always elated when I'm blessed with an opportunity to be able to share with people because you know what I was listening to your show. I listened yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. And we are, we get so caught up in, um, influencers. We get so caught up in the so-called celebrities. We get so caught up in what we see that so many people, especially our young people, I had a meeting yesterday with the juvenile detention center to mm-hmm. mentor the girls there because so many people get deceived by what they see. Yeah, so they thought Marco could handle it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they put him in a position, and then they see now that what they thought they saw wasn't what they really saw. Yeah, get what I'm saying? Yep, you so speaking the truth? I, I, I really I really appreciate you pinpointing it on today because we also on my radio show yesterday, Talks dot com. Period. We were talking about how people gravitate to what's not real in this day and time. Mm-hmm. So we we, we get deceived again, deceived by what we see, and we we we're in a society and a generation where the new real is fake. Yep. And the new fake is real. Latisha, you I- are spitting facts. That's real. And I said, let me tell you something. A lot of people can't really take me because you know I'm I'm what you see with me is <laughs> what you get. Yeah. And I tell people, I'd rather be real and rejected than fake and accept. Oh, Latisha, <coughs> Say it again. So say it I, again. I don't think I heard you. Say it again. Yeah, I'd rather be real and rejected. Then fake and accept it. So you, get, it is what it is with me. You get okay. what you get. Period. And so, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: again, thank you for that opportunity. I am the visionary of keeping families connected. Yes, and a lot of people always asking me. I did a show not long ago with Judge Joe Brown. Shout out to Judge Joe Brown. That's my guy. He says some stuff out of his mouth. But he means what he say, and he's very wise. He's full of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. grateful to have the opportunity from time to time. Maybe every other week I'm on the show with him. Right. So I'm grateful for that. And my radio show is also on his network. Period. So we're on the same network, yes. You and now I was You're blessed doing. with that opportunity. Just as you sent a message on yesterday and offered me an opportunity to be on your show, they did the same thing. And then from that, now I have my own show. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that opportunity to be able to share with not just the people in the world, but all of those people that are behind prison bars. Yes. Because my my radio show was approved for the prison tablets in 13 states.
0: Yes. Okay. So real quick, Letitia, you said a lot and I love it. You are getting into it. Let's 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 dive into it because you're ready, friend. You ready. So I, I would be remiss if I didn't give you a chance to tell us quickly your story. Because we have other things I want to get into. Because your story is what, what made who you are today. Exactly. What made you who you are today. And it gave you the knowledge and experience to help other people out. And to create your business that you currently have. So I'm going to let you tell your story the best way you can. So you can control your narrative. Okay.
1: Talk and to I'm us about gonna it. I'm not going to take up too much of your time here. my face. I'm not going to take up too much of Right. Your time we got this to about.
0: talk about. But it's important for people to know. So, so take, yeah, take us to your story. Let me
1: tell you how to story. Sometimes I story at the point where i was wrongfully convicted Mm -hmm. but then i have to go back and talk about being the daughter of a preacher Mm -hmm. who was an ame preacher i don't know if everybody knows what that is but it was back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s it was ame cme preachers baptist you know um christian so my dad was an african methodist football pastor okay He passed to the church and that meant that they appointed you to churches. He wasn't the founder. So every time they appointed my dad to a church, we either lived behind the church or on side of the church. Mm. And I used to say, you know what? God raised my dad, so He and my mom are both deceased. But I said, my dad was always he made ends meet. Mm. He always made sure our hair was clean. We had clean clothes. We went to church. We knew God. We knew the right things to do. We were raised with good morals and good values. But and he told me about money. He told me I need to save, but he never had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I never was. He told me, see, it's a difference in when people tell you something than when they show you something. Mm-hmm. So, for you to tell me to save and not show me how to save, it defeats the purpose of telling you to save. Mm-hmm. Or go out and make money when you're not showing me how to do it. You think I'm supposed to work on somebody's job the rest of my life. Then that defeats the purpose if that's not my calling. Right. So, what do you message- do? You know what I'm saying? Right. You see how old? Yep. So what'd you end up doing? So I ended, I became a drug dealer. Mm. I was a musician for the church. I woke up playing the piano out of my sleep at 12 years old. So I've been playing by ear since I was 12. So I played piano, drums, guitar, violin. You name it, I could play it. I played it out by ear. Right. And so I became his friend's musician because he was my mom. Was his musician? She read music. I played by ear, and so I was making twenty five dollars a Sunday. I thought that was some money. That was nothing, right? You know, but right. back then in the in the eighties, you think, oh, I got twenty five dollars a Sunday for playing for the church. Well, in, at the age of sixteen in nineteen eighty six, I became a drug dealer. Mm. I, to this day, I've never used drugs, never drank, never club hop, never who among the streets. If it didn't make dollars, it didn't make sense to me. Right. It had to be about making some money. Well, at the age of nineteen, I used to climb out the window. So this how I got around my dad when he would go to bed at night. He was super strict. I would climb out the window, go sell drugs, be back in the window what? by the time in the morning come, Get ready for school, on the road, student, ran track and played basketball. So I did all at all the same it. time. Jeez, all at the same time. You <laughs> so. At the age of 19, I'm pregnant. I had my daughter, my first child is 17, going on 17. And, uh, of course, my dad being a preacher, he made me stay in the house so the church people would think it was their baby. But, you know, the country folks would think that because they didn't, you know, they didn't question the preachers. Right. Well, then I turned around and got pregnant again at the age of 18, 19. And I was pregnant with my son who is now deceased. He died at the age of 17. He was my only son. And so... I get pregnant with my son. I get busted now. Mind you, all these years I'm selling drugs, but this particular day I get busted in my dad's house. Oh wow! Hold on, hold on. I think I think I think I think, we, I think we're losing kilos.
0: you, t-shirt Hold on, hold on, hold on, friend. I think I think your Wi-Fi going out. Five ounces. Of Can you hear us? And oh snap! I think okay. I think we lose you. Can you hear us? Let's make sure you. I can hear you. Okay, cool. So you said you got busted. That's the last thing we heard.
1: So I get busted. So listen, I get set up by my daughter's uncle. Whoa. And I say it because I'm 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 no guy's gonna make this a movie because this story is not made up. Well anyway, and being a I ain't got nothing on me. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyways, listen. So this is real talk, real is rare. So long story short, I get my dad's coming home from taking my mom to work, and guess what happens? I'm set by my daughter's uncle, the feds come. The police come to the house. It wasn't the feds, but it was the task force. My dad doesn't even know what's going on. He pulling up in the yard. They were not knowing that the kilos of cocaine. I thought I was smart. This is a message for somebody that's listening. to This when you're a sinless sinner. When you're living in the world and you think you know everything, the devil would trick the sleeves off you because he make you think you're so smart. See, the devil is just like drugs. Cocaine, I saw people use cocaine that would try to jump out of the window while the window was down. That said to me. (laughs) No, for real, friend. That said to me, the devil make you think you can when you know you can't. Oh, the devil would think. So I thought I could get by. I thought I could get by because I said, if I put the drugs in my dad's car, he's a preacher. Who's going to search the preacher's car? But guess what happened?
0: They They searched
1: searched the preacher's car. So my dad, by me being pregnant, he never, and I was always a daddy's girl. So he never wanted me to be exposed to prison life. Like, because I had so much talent and so many different gifts. And I was always smart, you know. So he took the charge thinking they were going to give him probation. They gave him 15 years in prison. (gasps) Yes. Wow. Yes. And so it was state time. Thank God for that. But long story short, it broke our family up. Because my mom divorced him because she said he loved me more than he loved her. Wow. Married to Deacon in the church. Wow. and But you, so you went him? to jail too then, right? It's, no. I they I, I, He took the charge. I didn't have to go. Oh, wow. Okay. But anyway, long story short, I was going to visit him. I'm going to make this really short. Let me hurry it up. So I go to visit him every Saturday after I leave choir rehearsal, and he asked me, he says, listen, I took this charge so that you would not ever be exposed to prison. So I need you to stop selling drugs. I told him, yes, sir. Looked him in his face and I told him, Yes, sir. And I tried to stop, but I was addicted to the money. Was it every time I would get a lot of money, a lump sum of money, 20, I would have to use it anyways because somebody would go to jail. I would have to burn them out of jail or i get robbed. It never was conducive nor productive. Everything I wanted when I was a drug dealer, Maserati, Rolex watches, I never attained it until I completely. Gave my life to God. Now I can wear Rolexes every day and driving Bentleys, doing whatever, and it didn't come from drug money.
0: Period, Leticia. You changed.
1: Yes. So, but listen, the very next year I got secretly indicted again by the face. For What? <laughs> Selling drugs. I didn't stop. I tried to stop. Oh. So now my dad's sitting in prison, and I still did the same thing that he went to prison to stop me from going to prison for. So now I get indicted. They put me on the front page of the newspaper. He reads about it in prison, and he have a stroke, and it paralyzed the whole left side of his body.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: He writes the judge and says, listen, whatever time you're going to give her, just add it to the time I already have.
0: Oh, my gosh. Letitia.
1: But I was facing life at the age of twenty-one. Anyway, I didn't get life. I got thirteen years spare time. I did five years, six months boot camp, eight years supervision. Came home, changed my life totally. But my mom died before I got out of prison at the age of forty-two. Oh my, my dad God. got out of prison, and he, yeah, my dad got out of prison and he died. Oh, then I'm my so grand- sorry. Yeah, then my grandmother, then my only son. So I had to change my life. Oh my gosh. I-
0: First of all, I'm sorry for trying to tell you to. (laughs) I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at me. I'm so sorry for trying to tell you to make this story short because that is not a short story. Oh my! I wish you would have told me this so I could have a segment about Letitia. I'm so
1: sorry. That is a testimony. But okay, 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 okay. okay. So where are you at now? Let's
0: look. Where are you at now? (laughs)
1: So now I got wrongfully convicted in 2011 because someone committed fraud against my business again. Yes, 2011. I go to federal prison because they use the points from the drug charges because I went to the feds. Feds always sentence you by points. Same judge I had when I was 21 was that I had when I was in 2011. So he sentenced me to 18 months, but I win the appeal after he sentenced me, but I win the appeal at the end of the sentence, which was fine. I still got my license reinstated. It was a God-given mission. So I'm okay with that. I wasn't bitter because from that came keeping families connected because while i sat in prison between 2013 nobody brought my daughters to see me so i write all these prominent churches here in texas and i say, listen i don't need your money i just need you to keep my daughters in church or get my daughters to see me no church wrote me back. wow the church people so that's why i i have keeping families connected now i mentor people i do free luxury prison trips Never to this day in eight years, January 15th, May, eight years I've been doing this, no government funding, no government grants. I provide luxury prison trips, sometimes 15, 20 people at a time, sometimes two people at a time. It doesn't matter as long as the families stay connected. I just did 250 kids Saturday for back to school. Easter, I went out about 175 Easter baskets. I teach. I took my allowance and started 13 businesses for 13 kids. Oh, wait, wait pause, pause.
0: Before you before you go too, too far, this is, you're now talking about keeping families connected, correct? Yes. All right, so re- restate that real quick so everybody knows what you're talking about. Now you're, you went you went to prison, you, you did the drugs, the family, my condolences, and you changed, you, you got wrongly convicted for your company with your husband then you change your life again um and and then that's when you created keeping families connected correct right. and the, the the reason behind keeping families connected was because of the fact that you went to prison and nobody brought anybody to visit you while you were in prison yeah, exactly so that's where you got the idea of keeping family families connected so talk about that a little bit more
1: so i asked god what was my purpose for sitting there That's time wasted You don't get time back. And one night I was laying down and he just gave me the title, just like he just gave me the title to my new book, Keeping Families Connected. So I started ringing cars from Enterprise. I didn't even have a car. I didn't even have a place to really stay. I was living with my sister when I came home. I had nothing. And because I've always sold drugs or always had businesses, clothing stores, tax companies, this, that, and the other, I never worked for anybody. Right. I never wanted to work for anybody because I felt like what I was going to make on a job, I could create that because I had the mindset right, to do that. So uh, I started keeping families connected, and I just started renting cars. And finally, I had my Second annual fashion show. The first one I lost big time on it. I only have one annual fundraiser a year. Again, I'm not government funded, so I use my allowance to bless these.
0: You say allowance. What allowance?
1: My husband gives me 10% of everything that he makes from our for profit business, um, financial consulting. He gives the church 10%, and my 10%, I use it on other people.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you, you have Keeping Families Connected and you have all these fundraisers. Do, uh, you're, you're not getting government assistance. Is the community helping you? I mean, I know you have the allowance from your husband and your husband makes a lot of money, but do you have community assistance? Are people helping you? People, you know, believe you know in you and
1: supporting it, you? I would say this. It's just a faithful few and it's slim to none, but the faithful few that really do help me are just a faithful few. I have a few friends and a few people. You know, my $2 Tuesday... I do three prison trips per month, but I might not even get a hundred dollars. People say they believe in the cause; they they love it. They 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 say they support it, but but a lot of people don't support it financially. And I I just thank God that no matter what, He's always blessed me to never miss a beat. So. Because of that, see, I, I used to say, God, why did you give me a nonprofit? You know, I don't like asking people for money. That's not that's <laughs> right. not my, you know, I like to make money. Now you want me to be begging people for money. God, you got a weird sense of humor. That's what I said when I found out what a 501c3 was, because I started taking people to the prison before the business was even legalized.
0: Right. right. You know
1: what God said to me?
0: What?
1: I'm giving you an opportunity to help some people get blessed because it's some people who would never give a dollar if they're never given an opportunity to do so. Mm. So he says, listen, Ask not and you shall not have it. You ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. So now it's people that say, you know what? The guy from the Bentley dealership, plain as day, he was like, oh, Letitia, I'll donate all the jerseys for the back-to-school event this oh, year. Wow. He bought 100 jerseys and paid for the printing. And we had back-to-back basketball games, influencers, radio personalities wow. out there playing basketball on Saturday, giving away backpacks to these kids. I gave him an opportunity
0: Mm.
1: so from there, you never know what door God is going to open for you because listen you can't beat God's giving I don't care what you do mm. so now I just give sometimes I give away so much till I be forgetting out and gave it away and then God will come along and somebody will do something for me my husband I made an extra thousand here you go mm. you get what I'm saying yeah. so now I'm on a path where the people in my group They have good credit. I'm teaching them financial literacy. I'm making sure everybody understands that if you don't know how to live to work the principles, I don't care if I give you $10,000, you can't keep it if you have no principles. Hmm. That that you respect, you'll attract it. That that you disrespect, you repel. So if you broke, you need to do a background check. Right. If you can't keep a man, you need to find out what it is. See what you respect, you keep it.
0: Hmm. Okay. Leticia, so. <laughs> not only you got a story, but you have a testimony and you have a presence that says, look, I'm Leticia Scott Jackson and I'm here and I'm here to stay. And that that's, that's insane. I'm, I'm, well, first of all, I want to say that I am happy and grateful that you have this life that you're able to give and be given to, and that you are fighting for the rights of other people and you are making it so that people can live comfortable lives, even if they're wrongfully Even if they're wrongfully convicted. Now, my question to you is this, though. Do you ever have anybody who says, well, people are in prison for a reason? Why are you giving them a chance to see people when they deserve to be where they are?
1: Because here's the deal. Everybody's going to stand judgment. I have a book that sits on my desk upstairs. The name of that book is Three Felonies a Day. And if some listeners that's on your show today or somebody that's going to listen to this, you need to hear this because you're not exempt. Everybody in the world commits three felonies a day unknowingly. What? The name of the book is Three Felonies a Day by Henry Silverglade. You need to read that book. People need to get that book. You commit three felonies unknowingly a day. So anybody could end up in jail. And and guess what? It's some people that have done some things because we all Mm-hmm. So you've done, people's done some things that need to be buried under the jail. They just didn't get caught. So you can't tell me to judge people when the Bible says, judge ye not that ye be judged for what measures you judge the next man, woman, boy, girl. You're going to be judged with that same judge. What? What <laughs> oh, whoa. So these kids still love their parents. You know, I'll say this because I'm bold. I don't care. I used to write when my son died, I was so depressed. I walked off and left my store and left the keys with somebody and I didn't even never go back. I came to Texas with an air mattress and a TV. And where are you I from? Writing, Louisiana? So I was oh, writing hot checks to feed my kids because I didn't want to hustle. I didn't want to go outside. If they would have put me in jail for that, does that make me the worst person in the world? Right. That means I was broken. I was mad at God. I was depressed because God showed me my son was gonna die, and I asked God not to let him die, and he still died. So I was bitter for like at least nine months. Oh wow! Does that make me a bad person because I wrote how I to feed my other four daughters? All right. That means I knew I was wrong, but does it make me the worst person? Where you got people fornicating, lying, stealing, scamming, embezzling people's money? Um. Uh, I'm selling these fake curriculums, charging people thousands of dollars to tell them stuff they already know. Not the know. curriculums. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I
1: see that on Instagram and YouTube all the time. Oh,
0: you, you ain't wrong. Okay, no, I don't. I hit it, I hit it where it hurts. You hit it I'm where it hurts. You real, Leticia. So my thing is, again, you're the CEO, of keeping families connected, and you you do free prison trips. You're doing all of these fashion shows, and you're you're doing things that, to to to. Gain not gain money um excuse me fundraise money for your nonprofit you're also an author you wrote your book but you're also a personality of the prison podcast you were talking about that earlier talk to us about that more though in detail what is the prison podcast and what specifically do you do on that podcast
1: so listen my radio show is Latisha Talks and if you go to LatishaTalks dot com I have some powerful stories um podcast stories on there and it's a radio podcast so i got approved for my podcast to be on the prison tablets in 13 states
0: oh wow
1: not only does everybody in the world get to hear this podcast because it's on a network that's in uh, over four hundred thousand listeners but the people in the prison are the people that i really focus on or the people that have because let me tell you i just wrote a book Three weeks ago it just published last Thursday, I already sold over two hundred
0: congratulations
1: and the na- and I asked God to give me a way to make a quarter of a million dollars in six months and I want to for people to get for their giving I don't want you to just give me ten dollars. I want you to get something when you give it to me, so God gave me a book and the name of the book is prison, please prepare me you don't have to be in prison to be in prison whoa
0: hold on leticia
1: oh my gosh you're saying so much that's what it is. So, guess what? People are buying the books and giving them to me and saying, hey, give, I say I want to give them to the juvenile detention centers. I want to give them to people that's dealing with cancer. I want to give it to people that's in broken relationships. You're on the wrong job and you making somebody else rich because you don't know what your purpose is. Right. Wow. So, here... And you know what? People just been calling me. I just started really pushing it Friday morning and people have called me. I want 20 books. Give this to the people at the prison. I want 150 books. I'm giving it to the juvenile detention center.
0: Okay, so... First of all, congratulations on the book. Congratulations on your nonprofit. Congratulations on your radio show. Congratulations on being at 13 states. I want to let you know we are live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. Outside of being live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. And Mercy says, keep up the hard work. Your program is needed across the United States. And she lives in L.A. And- so I said, so much my pla- well she, she can hear you so you just told her <laughs> oh,
1: okay thank you, my thank yes. you bless you bless you bless you keep me in y- prayer bless Yes, you okay. it's not easy work though people think you know I'm the only organization in the United States that provides free luxury prison trips mm-hmm. so you know you see me at the basketball these kids running up to me oh Miss Tisha I'm somebody. it's just not African Americans you got Hispanic I have a Hispanic lady who has four sons in four different prisons whoa and she's in her seventies and I've been taking her to the prison for over three years now.
0: Wow. That that's 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 first of all, I'm sorry. So this those happened.
1: grandkids, I make sure those grandkids get Christmas, Easter, Valentine's, back to school clothes, backpacks, wow. supplies. I do all of that
0: for them. Latisha, you are doing literally the Lord's work. So we only have a few minutes left. And so I want to do two things before we head out. The first thing is can I actually ask you a huge favor? As an individual sure. who I know who is in the church and who believes in God and who reads the Bible. I am in pretty much the same predicament as you as an individual who is on a live morning radio show. I have to find advertisers. I have to have my team go out there and find ways to keep me on air and get sponsorships and get money. And it's hard, especially in a city where you're new, but you're a celebrity and you, you you know, you have people, but they're also looking at you as a black guy, you know, and I'm doing my best and I'm praying to God. And just like you, I'm trying to find ways to make money and and get myself out of debt and just be great and, and do what I've or what I'm destined to do because I've tried to be in this position for eight years. You know, you met me when I was in Dallas, Texas years ago, hustling and trying to make it work. And now I'm here, but now I have another another challenge and I have to make sure that I get the money to stay in this position. So if you can, you have amazing prayers that work. Can you pray over me, your nonprofit and, and uh, the finances and, and the success of my show? I would really appreciate it.
1: You want me to do it right now? Yeah, so live, guess what? live on I air. I can't do nothing next. I can get a prayer through, trust
0: let's, me. Let's do it, let's do and, that.
1: Yeah, I have people call me from all over the world to pray. Father God, we come before you right now just thanking you for this opportunity. We thank you for divine connections, Father God. And before I get any further, God, if I've done thought or said anything that was out of your will on this day, God, I ask for forgiveness so that you can hear me. Allow teacher to decrease and, Father God, your spirit increase so that you can send the breakthrough, Father God, that we so deserve. I'm praying right now for every individual that's listening to this podcast on today, that's watching this podcast that's going to watch this podcast and listen, God, I pray that you bless them from the crowns of their heads, Father God, to the sole of their feet. I pray right now, Father God, for unmerited favor over Jamie's life on today, God. I just thank you for using him to be a vessel, Father God, to get out the news that people can use, God. You can't lose with the tools you use, God, when we use your principles. So I pray that he use every principle that you give him, God, to meet the people's needs, God, to meet his knees, God because you said if we ask we shall receive if we seek we shall find if we've not we can just bust the doors down and the doors have been open for him on this day God not just for him but the doors that you're opening for people that they don't even realize their feet are gonna tread God we thank you right now on the day for every good and good and perfect thing we thank you for the bad because that's what brought us to where we are today we ask you to bless this prayer request we ask you to bless the people that's on this podcast the people that own the radio network God that Jamie is on I ask you to bless their business I ask you to send an influx an increase Father God of overflow in business for the both of them for all of them God everybody that's concerned I ask you to continue to keep keeping families connected Father God in your will not our will but your will we thank you right now for the blessings God and we're just going to believe you for a testimony God and we're going to wait on it because you said all we have to do is do the assignment that you called us to do so we thank you for it god and we ask father god that you let the words of our mouth the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight because you are on only strength and you are our only Redeemer. These blessings we ask in your son, Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Letitia Scott Jackson. Yes, hey, that was the end of everything. Again, she's the CEO of Keeping Family Connected, author, and personality. Before we let you go, Letitia, again, thank you so much. Amen. I really needed that. Tell our listeners how they can follow and support your business.
1: Everything about me is on LetitiaTalks.com. Spell it for me. Letitia, L-E-T-I-T-I-A. Talks, T A L K S dot com, Leticia Talks dot com. My podcast, my books, the organization, videos from me working in the community. Everything about me is in that one place. You can donate on there. And let me tell you something if you're local, I always tell people you don't have to just donate with your money, it's your time, your talent, and your treasures. And listen, you all support Jamie. If I can do anything for you, Jamie. Listen, I'm here because we have to support one another. Yep. I just said yesterday, I'm going to let you go, but we were talking yesterday on my radio show, I had a retired detective, homicide detective from Detroit uh, um a guy that was sentenced to life at the age of 16 for being wrong for being convicted in Angola. He just got out three years ago. So he was locked up almost 30-something years. Mm. And then another guy from Memphis that's trying to change the community in Memphis. And I said, listen, the other demographics, they, they work together. We need to work together to support one another. Because guess what? We're better together. And I'm going to leave you with that. If better is possible, then good is not enough. Yeah, I have a great day. Yes.
0: And thank you. Thank you so much. Again, that was Letitia Scott Jackson, author and CEO of Keeping Families Connected and Prison Podcast, radio personality. Thank you so much, Letitia. You have a great rest of your day. I'm sure I'll you see too. you again thank in Dallas. You. All right, bless you. All right, guys, you just heard it all here. On the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. I'm live every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST and live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at the Jamie D Show. We're out of time, but I'll see you guys tomorrow because it's Friday tomorrow. Hey, come back in. I'll be here, all right? See you tomorrow. Peace out. What's up, everybody? You were just tuned into the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. If you aren't in the Las Vegas area, you can catch my show live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H-O-W. If you want to advertise your business on my show, email us at info at jamied.com. Thank you all so much for your support. See you tomorrow.